Hi everybody, welcome to the Here to Ask podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kay. Everybody has a story to tell and I'm here to ask all that because I'm here to ask. Join me each and every Monday as I ask people from different walks of life, be it your celebrities, normal people, doctors, teachers, street vendors, family and friends and I ask them weird questions, random questions, be it funny, whatever it may be. Do join me each and every Monday as I ask these questions and I get to know what shape the people that they are today and where they come from and where they aspire to go. Do not miss out. Thank you for listening. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Here to Ask podcast with me, your host, Michelle K. Today I'm very excited. I have a friend, Takani Shin. She's a dietitian. We're going to be talking about eating healthy, healthier options for yourselves out there. Hi Takani and thank you so much for coming to the Here to Ask podcast. Hi Michelle, it's so good to be here. It's kind of refreshing, isn't it? Very refreshing and fun. I'm looking forward to having so much fun with you. All right. Now, I love your name. I love how I pronounce it. Can you please tell me what it means? So, Takani just means be happy. It's actually a command of some sort. So, every time you say name, you're actually telling people to be happy. All right. Let's be happy. Can you please tell me about yourself, um, who you are, and where you come from? I'm Takani. Uh, amongst other things, I'm a dietitian. I'm from Bumalanga. Um, I think, yeah. That's who I am. A very happy person. I think the name has had an impact on me. So I'm a very happy person. I know a lot of people always say, I'm bubbly, I'm that. But I am. I am bubbly and happy. You are living up to the name. I'm living up to the The name is rubbing on me. <laughs> so how long have you been a dietitian? I've actually been a dietitian for a decade now. So this year was actually my... 10 year anniversary of me being a dietitian. Wow, you've been in the industry, hey? I've been in the game. <laughs> I want to know, like, what is a dietitian? What do you do on a daily basis? Okay, so there's different things you can do in dietetics. Uh, there's people who are food service dietitians who plan menus, who work in the food industry so they can help plan menus, you know, and things like that. Um, I'm just going to explain on the surface about it. And then there's also dietitians who are community dietitians, those who do community work, like working in clinics and all of that. Um, And then there's clinical dietitians. Clinical ones are what we do. So what I do on a daily basis is assess a person based on clinical assessments uh, in body assessments. So that's when uh, we use machinery to check what's happening inside, like checking your fat levels, your water, your muscle and all of that. And then I have to use that assessment for me to give you counseling or to plan meals for you. So basically a person must come with a diagnosis from maybe a doctor or if they already know what they're suffering from, then that's where I come in and then plan their meals according to their diagnosis. Mm. All right. It sounds like a very complex thing. Like for me, it sounds like it's a really hard job to do. Yeah, it is. But um, a lot of people think what we do is just lose weight. That's why every time 
you say dietitian everyone just says i want to lose weight you know i want to lose belly fat but we actually do more than that yeah yeah i totally understand like i i came into this interview with the aim of knowing how to lose weight because i thought it was all about <laughs> losing weight like i'm being honest yeah yeah it's way more than that it's actually um i feel like it's one of those professions that people don't really know what we do until they come for a consultation or you actually give you know a health talk on those things mm-hmm. because we go from teaching you how to feed your baby you need a dietitian for that to teaching a person who has maybe HIV or high blood pressure or someone um uh, you know you get into a car accident for an example you have wounds you need to know what you should eat for your wounds to heal faster or thing like that so we cut across it's not necessarily about weight and i know we get that a lot way everyone just thinks weight loss weight loss weight loss but um yeah it goes beyond that yeah there's there's more to it can you explain to me what inspired you to go in that direction like why a dietitian it's actually a funny story Michelle, because um i didn't really wake up and say listen when i grew up i wanted to be a dietitian <laughs> so i i always knew i was um going to be in health sciences because when i was in school i knew the courses that was is it courses in high school in high school it's subjects yeah, yeah it's so the subjects i was Yeah so the subjects I was good at it was actually the maths and the science and all of that so I knew I was going to be in health sciences but I had one challenge I was scared of blood I've always been scared of blood so I would see blood and you know my stomach would turn so when I went to varsity there was actually my cousin who was in the varsity I went to so he took me there he was a bit older than me so he took me there and he he was like oh so you want to go into health sciences he was in accounting so I was like yes and he dropped me off <laughs> at the health sciences department is like yeah figure it out so you know come with me that so when I got there I actually was so there were these people that you can ask they were called mentors so you could ask them so I actually asked okay uh what options do I have so they took me to three different options the zoology uh department they took me to pharmacy and they took me to dietetics so when I went to zoology they were like we are more than happy to have you here your your marks are good and I should mention I was late for registration mm. and then I went to uh the pharmacy department and when I got there they were Yeah there were there were no spaces they were full but they were willing to put me on a waiting list um according to my marks I did qualify and then I went to dietetics and they said they were full as well but they were going to put me on a waiting list so the following week I actually got um uh, a response from pharmacy they were like no we don't have space wow. zoology was like already started with classes we're waiting for you dietetics um said um you can come so when i went back i had two options zoology and um dietetics but they were creepy calling uh crawlies there by zoology because they were doing you know <laughs> animals <laughs> and i just didn't see myself there and i was like no so that's how i ended up in dietetics it's actually fine to hear somebody who didn't grow up and be like i'm gonna be this and actually do it you you went a different way because 
things didn't really go your way but you actually came out of it strong and proud hey yeah i'm i'm very cool with what i chose because at that point in time i don't have to see blood every day and that's a yay for me when when people find out what you do what is that question that everybody always asks you how do i lose belly fat <laughs> everyone i thought as how much do i lose belly fat everybody's just showing me their stomach like takaniso with a smile on their face like takaniso how do i lose belly fat <laughs> you know all right all right so now let's get deep into it now when i get to know more about what you do and what people ask you on a on a daily basis so i want to know what's the most common mistake that people for make that causes them to fail at their diet actually going on a diet why are you going on a diet that's the mistake we are not supposed to go on a diet because the moment you go on a diet you're going to come out of the diet so what you're supposed to do is to actually change your lifestyle create a healthier lifestyle a healthier way of eating so that's the problem that we have so getting to these things maybe someone will get into a diet for because Michelle is getting married in December 3 months before that they're on a diet and then after that they just eat whatever exactly so they're just eating whatever so in that 3 months whatever they're doing is not sustainable it can be starving themselves you know yeah. eating one meal or whatever so what we are supposed to do is to eat healthy and eating healthy for Michelle is different from eating healthy for Takai. So what we're supposed to do is to go to a professional. You can come to me, but you go to a professional and there's a people assess you. So when we assess you, we know Michelle has uh this percentage of fat. Michelle is this tall. Michelle's eating habits are this and that because remember also Michelle We don't eat the same things in our household. Yeah, so when you go to a professional, then they assess those different things and then they are supposed to plan a meal plan that can be suitable for weight loss, suitable maybe for weight gain or whatever your goal is. Mm. So that meal plan is supposed to be specific to Michelle. That's why sometimes um when i do consultations with families you find that you can have a family of three people who are on different meal plans according to their needs so it doesn't cut across we can't have one meal plan for everyone. Uh, where everyone is yeah unless if everyone has same needs their health status is the same nutritional status is the same then we can have that but each and every meal plan is supposed to be individualized if you have If you have diabetes, I have high blood pressure. There's yeah. no way we can eat the same things even if we stay in the same household. Definitely, you have to eat your stuff. I have to eat my stuff. Yeah, so we cook from the same pot, but we have to, you know, follow our yeah. All right. And what's the best thing that an, an individual can eat? The best thing an individual can eat is food. Everyone should just eat food, but what kind of food are you eating? What portion size of the food are you eating? So there's no such thing as a good or bad food. It's how we prepare the food. When do we eat the food? How much of the food do we eat? There's no such thing as um this is bad food, this is good food. We as the people turn food into good food or bad food. Yeah. If for an example now Michelle, I take uh let's talk about a carrot for an example. I don't know if you can fry a carrot, but yeah. So a carrot is a good vegetable, right? In mm-hmm. coats. So I'm going to say good vegetable. 
But if I'm going to fry, deep fat fry a carrot, is it still a good vegetable or is it no, a vegetable no, that has it's completely wrong now? <laughs> so that's why I'm saying um, each and every food item, like there's nothing wrong with flour, right? The one we use to make maguinha food cooks, right? Yes, yes. But the moment you take the flour and you fry it, you make maguinha, then it becomes a bad food. Hmm, right, I hear you. Like it's 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 clear what you're saying. There's no food that is bad. It's depending on how you make it and how you take it as a person. Exactly. And can you eat healthy food and have a good diet and still be overweight? What, what we, okay, no, let's not go back to the healthy food. But yes, you can. So there's what we call portion control. So if I'm eating what I regard or what my health professional regarded as healthy food, but I'm eating bigger portion sizes, which are more than my nutritional requirements, what's going to happen to the excess food that I'm taking? You're going to gain weight. Oh, yeah. um, the second thing is physical activity. So and that's a part which we need to understand. So people will think I must only exercise if I want to lose weight. No, everyone and should actually be physically active most especially now because we live lifestyles where are uh, very sedentary we're just sitting in front of the tv from there you're sleeping you wake up in the morning you are um, you wake up in the morning you you get into your car you get to the office you, you sit, sit on the desk so yeah. it's the same cycle I totally hear you there. I thought maybe it's because you are born like that. Some so you can't change anything about it. So basically, even if you eat healthy or you have a good diet, you're still gonna be, you know. But there are people like that though, right? But Michelle, going to uh that aspect of being born like that, then there's all it's it's a bit complex here, yeah, but also think about it in this way. Um, if you're born from a family where there's no portion control, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe the way people are told, finish finish your food. I think most black families are like that. Finish yeah. your food. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're full or not. Everyone is just, is just told when I come back, that, pay, uh, that plate better be clean. And you adopt that lifestyle where you don't listen to your satiety if you're full or not. But for you, it's my plate must be clean also portion control their families where the plate is just full of food you know and most of a lot of carbs if you check it's a lot of pop a lot of this a lot of that there's nothing wrong with pop anyways but we eat a lot of portions right and then what do you think is going to happen to anyone who's staying in that family or anyone who's going to be born in that family so remember what you put in you must also take out right so the energy you put in has to so we do not eat for enjoyment or for you to full uh to feel full but we eat because your body use that food for energy and other uh nutritional benefits yeah so if i'm going to eat and then sleep what is happening to the food because i'm not using it for anything then the body is going to store the food and with the weight gain comes from so if you're going to eat the first thing is you must never skip breakfast so you must have breakfast because your body needs that to kickstart the day and then you must eat two hours before you go to bed so it takes roughly between two to three hours for your body to use whatever you eat at this point in time so if i'm going to eat and then sleep then i'm not using any of that um 
energy that I've taken. So if I'm going to eat and then wait at least for two hours, mm-hmm. then that's better. I can't remember when last I ate breakfast because I really don't like eating breakfast at all. I usually <laughs> eat after wow. 12. Yeah, so that's something you need to look at. Oh, all right. So what skills do you think a person need um, in order to become a dietitian? Uh, so the first thing is, I know when you get to school, they're going to check the maths and the science and all of that. Yeah. I don't know what they call them. Yeah, but um, it's math, science, yeah, and biology. They call them life sciences, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. things like that. So they're going to check that in school, but what they don't tell you is that you have to do a lot of talking throughout the day. Yeah, you really have to be a person who's outspoken. You can still work. I mean, you have the degree, even though you don't talk a lot, but it's easier when you can easily explain to your clients what you're talking about, you know, and all of that. So yeah let's just say 60 percent of everything is just talking and talking and talking as a registered dietitian what do you know that you wish everybody knew um i think it takes us to the question you asked me about what we do for a living but i feel like we are underutilized so people think um oh man i must think about a dietitian not that i need to lose weight but those phone calls we get in the middle of night where someone is like Uh, My child is regurgitating the formula. Which formula do you recommend? They only come in, you know, emergency kind of situations. I just wish people knew anything that has to do with food, you have to go see your dietitian. Whether it's feeding your child, whether it's feeding your granny who doesn't have teeth now, you need to go to your dietitian. Whatever medical condition you may have, you need to go to your dietitian. So that's what I wish people knew about us. Guys, please call Takani. Go to her and consult. I'm begging you. You need to know your food. <laughs> you must go to Takani <laughs> and call her and consult. You know, uh, know what you're eating and what your body is eating. Please, I beg, go to her and understand what you're putting yourself through and we all get to be healthy so what challenges do you face on a regular basis as a dietitian challenges uh, mm-hmm. concerning the work itself um so some of the challenges that we face is someone thinking just because i went dietitian you know just because i did that consultation then i'm gonna lose weight or whatever food uh, challenges i had are just going to disappear so Yes, I'm going to give you the advice. Yes, we're going to do the consultation, but you have a responsibility as well as a person. If I'm going to give you advice, your responsibility is that when you go home, you need to you need to stick to what we spoke about so if you do not do your part i so there's this other t-shirt i saw where they said i'm a dietitian and not a magician so that's <laughs> it goes back to that we're, we're dietitians we're not magicians it's not be, um it's not um just because you consulted with us if things aren't just going to go away you still have yeah. to do your part yeah. Yeah. You, you your part is to tell us what to do you're not going to exercise for us and hold your hand you know hold your hand while you're doing it so i'm always here 
to give you advice, you know, to simplify things, to give you support, but I, I won't do it for you, unfortunately. I hear you loud and clear. So what are some what are some <laughs> of the ways that people who are listening today um can improve their diet? Maybe those who can't afford to see a dietitian or who who are just listening and wondering how they can improve um their diet from today. It depends really on what um they are going through you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you improve your diet has to come from what is happening currently what's the sense of your of your of your diet so i can't uh give generalized advice like i said it has to be individualized so if they want to see a dietitian and they cannot uh, afford a private practice dietitian they can uh, go to government institutions i think their dietitians they uh, it's just that their consultations um maybe may take longer because the queues are longer and yeah, all that or they yeah. have to be on a waiting but yeah i think uh that's what they can do but everyone should actually see a dietitian mm, all right all right and if you were not a dietitian what do you think you'd be today i don't know michelle but i would definitely be talking <laughs> i would definitely be Maybe you come join us at the radio side of things. I I don't know but I would definitely be so the other thing that I love is beauty stuff. So I really love clothing, uh, makeup and all of that. So I think maybe I would be yeah, I'll be doing that. All right. So before I let you go, I want to know um I what's the best advice you can give to people who are listening out there today? Uh the best advice concerning um dietetics or in general uh food actually let's let's stick to food because i really enjoyed this interview and i also want some advice as a person <laughs> so my advice would be try and see a dietitian um it's not because you have a problem but you need to know where you stand so the assessments we do where you get to know um about your inbody assessment and where you stand generally is very important mm-hmm. um so i would recommend that anyone who wants to maintain a healthy lifestyle or they want to just generally follow healthy eating habits or they just generally care about their health then um they should go see a dietitian so yeah i think that's the advice that i would give uh, to everyone All right. Thank you so much. And what's your favorite quote? Something that you tell yourself every day. I mean to go out there and do what you do. I think it goes with seasons. I think it depends on which season I'm in. Obviously, if I'm in my summer season, everything is just going well. I'm just I just wake up and hype myself like uh 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 up and say, you know, you go girl. If obviously I'm in the winter, it's going to be a little bit, you know, different. But yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a specific code that I live by. Mm, all right, all right. Now, thank you so much for your time. I know that you're a very busy person and we finally made an episode. Thank you for coming through and for all the advice you gave out today. I hope that people walk out of this interview with a thing or two. And yeah, man, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Michelle. This was very fun. So, where can we find you on social media like if somebody wants to consult or they want to know ways to get to you, how how can we be in touch with you? Um, I'm mostly active on Twitter, so they can um go to my Twitter account. So, it's going to be Takanishin on Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or they can call the number for appointments 076-106-3225. All right. Can you repeat that? It's 076-146-3225. All right. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Thank you, Michelle. Enjoy yours too. All right. That was Akani. They're joining me today on the Here to Ask podcast. Today we're talking about eating healthy, being a dietitian, the things that you must know. Please, guys, go out there and consult. Um, get to know what you're eating and what's, what's going on into your body. And remember to go and find out um, if you have issues. Do follow her on her Twitter and also follow the Here to Ask podcast on Instagram. Instagram at, at the here to ask podcast thank you guys for listening today do join me again next week monday for another fun thrilling episode of the here to ask podcast hosted by me michelle k remember be good and if you cannot be good be safe thank you so much for listening